Hey there, and this is episode 15 of the Balance Fi podcast. Save an emergency fund, financial security step number eight. Welcome to the Balance Fi podcast, where we talk about balancing intentional debt payoff, saving money, and actually living your life. I'm your host, Raylia, small business owner, wife, girl mom, nonprofit co founder, and money nerd. This is an audio version of the Balanced Five blog because I know how hard it is to find time to sit down and read literally anything. Instead, you can get quick bits of money knowledge on the go. I want to help you learn to control your money instead of letting your money control you. Let's get started. An emergency fund is a critical tool in the journey of staying debt-free. You won't need a credit card to pay for emergency expenses if you have a fully funded emergency fund. So back in step seven, we talked about paying off debt, and that's probably going to take you at least a year. For many people, including my own family, it will take even longer. Keeping that in mind, Know that your hard work isn't over, even when you've paid off your consumer debt. You need an emergency fund to be able to stay out of debt. You should have established a mini emergency fund way back before you began paying off your debt and maintained it during the debt payoff journey. Once all your debt is gone, other than the mortgage, the next step is saving up at least six months expenses to fully cover your emergency fund. If you are still paying off debt, however, this podcast episode is for informational purposes only. Don't worry about the next step until you've completed the one that you're on. When your debt is gone, it is okay to take a short break. Enjoy a slower pace, not pinching every penny for a week or even a month. Celebrate with a fancy dinner, a trip, or a long-delayed frivolous purchase. And then get back to work. It will be easier to stay in serious finance mode if you don't take a long break. Stay in the habit of budgeting and watching your spending throughout the break. And then it's easier to just slip back into focusing on your finances. So if paying off your debt takes years, it will probably actually be hard to spend frivolously by the end of that journey. And that's a good thing, since it'll help you accumulate money for your emergency fund when you get into this step. What is an emergency fund for? Your mini emergency fund is for unexpected expenses while you're getting out of debt. It's a relatively small amount, only a couple of thousand dollars. Once your debt is paid off, you can roll the mini emergency fund into your big emergency fund. A fully funded emergency fund is intended to protect you in the event of a months-long job loss or other big emergencies. So obviously, it needs to be a much larger amount than your mini emergency fund. You decide what your emergency fund should cover, but you don't want to drain it unless it is a true emergency. Your fund could be used for living expenses during a layoff, repairs after damage to your home, medical expenses from an accident or injury. And just a side note, 
I wouldn't use the emergency fund for like ongoing routine medical expenses, especially if they're related to a more chronic condition. Uh, you should eventually be able to expect those expenses and budget for them or, you know, have a savings account just for medical expenses, but don't drain your emergency fund for more routine or recurring medical expenses. It's totally fine to use the emergency fund for something that is unexpected though. Um, You could also use your emergency fund for uh, veterinary testing, surgery, or hospitalization of your animal or vehicle repairs. So it's important to discuss the rules of your emergency fund with your partner, if you have one. You should agree on what the funds are for and how you decide what an emergency really is. There's no right answer, but you do need to be on the same page for harmony in your relationship. This episode is brought to you by the Bill Balancing Bootcamp. Are you ready to find the easiest way to balance your monthly bills and stop waiting for your next paycheck? The Bill Balancing Bootcamp is the course that will help you change your finances in a day. Does this sound familiar? You know you should pay off debt and save each month, but you just don't know where to start. This course walks you through every step needed to balance your monthly bills, get a month ahead on those bills, and simplify your money. If you are a busy person with debt or little savings, or if you just want to change your financial future, this is an opportunity that I promise you will not want to miss. When you enroll in the Bill Balancing Bootcamp, you will receive access to over 20 pages of instruction, eight educational videos, six printable worksheets, and a bonus 30-day challenge tracker download. All of that will teach you how to budget for your bills and ease into budgeting for everything else. You'll get a handle on those basic finances. Enroll today by going to balancedfi.com slash BBB. What is an emergency fund not for? I would not recommend using your emergency fund for uh, home remodel expenses. Those are not emergencies. Repairs are. Remodeling is not. Replacing a vehicle um, because you should have been saving up to replace that vehicle. I mean, obviously, if it's a cheaper vehicle and it's not a huge part of your emergency fund, go for it and then replenish your emergency fund, but that's something you need to discuss. Routine medical expenses, like I mentioned earlier, annual vet exams or vaccinations because those are recurring and you can expect those. Vehicle maintenance, so buying tires or paying for oil changes. Uh, Your semi-annual auto insurance expense, you know that's going to happen. It's not an emergency. Vehicle licensing fees, those are not emergencies. And homeowner's insurance, if it's not paid through your mortgage escrow or HOA fees too. Those are all expenses that you should be anticipating and budgeting for, so they're not emergencies and they shouldn't come out of this fund. Routine or recurring expenses should be budgeted and saved for throughout the year. The Bill Balancing Bootcamp walks you through all the steps you need to do just that. 
You can enroll at balancedfi.com BBB for just $27 right now. It will help you create sinking funds for things like six months of auto insurance, annual vet visits, and vehicle maintenance. You should also calculate how much to save each month to be able to pay the full amount when it's due. So for example, if your auto insurance is $1,200 a year, just to make it easy, you would save $100 each month, um, just automatically set it aside as soon as you get paid, and then when that bill comes due, you have the money already built up to be able to pay for that. And that can save you a lot, uh, especially with insurance. For some reason, they like to charge you a fee to pay monthly versus semi-annually or annually. So you can knock 5 $10 off each month just by paying for six months or a year at a time. If you use your emergency fund for recurring expenses, like things that you know are going to happen, you're going to be withdrawing and depositing money into that account constantly. So it, it will be simplest to budget for recurring expenses separately and leave the emergency fund alone until it's truly needed. You also want to make sure the money is available when you really need it. Is spending a bunch on a kitchen remodel is going to be a terrible decision if you lose your job halfway through. I know you don't expect to lose your job usually, but it can happen. So if you want to remodel your kitchen, set up a separate savings account for that purpose. Don't tap into your emergency fund. How to start an emergency fund. The easiest way to start an emergency fund is to schedule automatic transfers from your regular checking account to your emergency fund savings account. Start off by saving the amount that you were spending each month on debt payments. So if you were paying $500 towards your debt and you finally paid off all your debt, congratulations, and now start putting that $500 a month into your emergency fund until it is fully funded. You're already used to living without that amount in your spending budget, so it's not going to change your daily life to save it instead. Now, when you get extra money, like a tax refund or a bonus, put it toward your emergency fund. That's my plan for when we're done paying off debt and we start working on our emergency fund. We are balancing my intensity with my husband's free spirit through a compromise. Sometimes when we receive out of the normal lump sums, like, you know, a tax refund, a bonus, something like that, we agree that we will pay off debt with most of it. We then put some of it into our fund money checking accounts. So we each have our own checking accounts that we deposit a certain amount every time my husband gets paid into, and then we can spend that money however we want, no questions asked. Both of us have bigger purchases we'd like to make that aren't really in the family budget, so we're both saving the fun money for those items. How much should your emergency fund be? So Dave Ramsey recommends saving three to six months worth of expenses, but I urge you to save at least six months. If you have a child with special needs... I would definitely encourage working toward one year's worth of expenses because you know that kid is going to be expensive. And trust me, they find new and interesting ways to cost money. You can decide exactly what six months of expenses means to you. 
It could mean all of your expenses, including unnecessary things like eating out and all three of your TV streaming services. It could mean the absolute essentials or something in between. Essentials versus every expense will probably be pretty different numbers, so it's something to talk about. Since you've been budgeting and tracking your expenses for months or years by this point, it should be pretty easy to add up your monthly expenses and then multiply that number by six, and that's your goal. Use the emergency fund worksheet, which is linked in the show notes, it's a free download, to add up everything that you need to cover and track your savings progress. So just a side note, why do you save six months expenses instead of six months income? And the answer to that question is mainly because six months expenses is going to be a lower number and you will have things that you can cut out to reach your goal faster. So if you were to lose your job and you have six months expenses saved up, you might be able to stretch that even further than six months because you're not spending money on eating out or, you know, frivolous things or, you know, buying new clothes, whatever you come up with. So it's going to be a lot easier to reach your goal and you might be able to stretch it further than you had originally anticipated. You definitely can save six months of your income. It's just going to take longer. It's up to you. Where should you keep the money? Where to keep your emergency fund has a pretty boring answer. In a savings account. You want the funds to be accessible without penalties in case of an urgent emergency. That is why a retirement account is not an emergency fund. Let me repeat that. Your retirement account is not an emergency fund, so don't even think of it like that. Withdrawing funds from most tax-benefited retirement accounts before you're old enough, which is like 59 and a half or 72, like you have to be close to retirement age, that will incur penalties with the IRS. You'll also have to pay income taxes on withdrawals from a pre-tax account like a 401k. So when you put money into a 401k, you're not taxed on it. If you take it out early, well, no matter what time you take it out, at the time that you take money out of that account, you're going to pay income tax on it. So you do 20 some percent. It depends on what tax bracket you're in. But if you take it out early, you're also going to have uh, penalties from the IRS. I want to say it's like 10% at least. It could be more. So you're basically losing money by relying on your retirement account to be your emergency fund. Uh, something else you should be aware of with a Roth IRA account, you can take out your contributions early without penalties, but that's not a good idea. Uh, what that means is that the, if you invest you know, $10,000 in your Roth IRA and over time it grows to $20,000, you could take out that $10,000 that you put in, um, not counting the gains, and you wouldn't have to pay any penalties to the IRS. But you are... <laughs> going backwards. You are reducing your retirement income. You're reducing the amount 
of money that you have growing interest. And so it's hurting you financially long term. You don't want to do that unless it's a true emergency like you're going to lose your house and end up living in your car. So that's why you don't want to use your retirement account as an emergency fund. You also don't want to lose your emergency fund savings in the stock market. And that's why you shouldn't put your emergency money in an investment account either. Even if it's not a retirement tax-advantaged account, you could lose that money. You could obviously see huge gains. But when the market drops, so will your emergency fund balance. And that's likely when you're going to need that money the most. Finally, you don't want your money to be too accessible if you are prone to overspending. If you're worried about being tempted to spend the fund when you shouldn't, keep it in a savings account in a bank that you don't use otherwise. That way the money is still accessible if you need it, but that big amount isn't staring you in the face every time you log into your bank account. If you would like to earn a little more interest, some online banks offer higher savings account interest rates than traditional banks. Just make sure your deposits are FDIC insured, which means that the federal government insures your account balance up to $250,000 against some catastrophe with the bank. A money market account also pays higher interest than a checking account, and it allows you to spend the money when needed. It's a nice blend of savings and checking account features. Okay, in summary, an emergency fund will help you recover from unexpected expenses without taking on further debt. What should you do next? Download the free emergency fund worksheet, which is linked in the show notes, and fill it in to calculate and measure your emergency fund. Since you're saving for six months of expenses, it'll take a while, but it is possible to do this. You will probably find that it's a quicker process than paying off debt, so that'll be a nice reprieve after all your time getting out of debt. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoy the Balance 5 podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left us a review on iTunes or told a friend. As always, you can head to balancedfi.com to connect with me and stay in touch. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at balancedfi. Until next time, stay intentional and look for balance.